0: three types of senses or sense what they call the common sense the one that you build up as you grow life teaches you and then you gain what common sense We have the expensive sense the one you you buy you spend so much Going to school, parents spend so much to buy expensive things for their children. They will have the scripture sense. That's the one that God communicates to us. Unfortunately, many have measured so, so well in the common sense and the expensive sense, but have refused to get involved with the scripture sense or God sense. And you can see that Jesus all the time, whenever he is you know, uh, speaking to his audience, he will always want to lead them not to just remain in the common sense or what we call the expensive sense. He wants also bring them to God's sense. Look at the Gospel of today. Straight to the point. You must catch this sense that Jesus is trying to communicate. Yesterday, I was uh, mentioning something about our status as human beings, which is predicated in God's agenda at creation. That when man was created, man was not a product of chance. Our creation was not a product of chance. God took his time. It was a well-planned you know, uh, system. It was a well-planned agenda. Your existence is well noted. Not just that you are existing for existing sake. Your existence is for a purpose, for stewardship. And that stewardship is also captured ownership. You have right to, to ownership. But that ownership is not for personal dealings. It's for purpose. And the end of it all, your stewardship should be crowned with success. There should be an endorsement that you have done well. The Bible says Jesus went about doing good and he did all things well. So he exercised these three dimensions of man's creation. And there is a spirit that backs this up. There's a spirit that is there to make sure that you legitimately exist on earth, that nothing can take your life until you have fulfilled your stewardship. And when your stewardship is crowned with efficiency, with success, with excellence, as captured in the ambience of God's purpose, you have done well. Now, when the devil came, he attacked these three dimensions of man's, man's life. He makes man's existence on earth illegitimate by making him to yield to another type of wisdom which we call sin. That is why right from then, man began to die. He truncated man's appetite and urges and you know, blackmailed him spiritually, not to understand that he here as his steward. He now made himself a god and was never accountable any longer. And because he has le- lost it too, the third one, which is the spirit of excellence that should be captured in the ambience of God's purpose, is completely, what, destroyed. So, man is living a purposeless life. Today, Jesus is speaking from that realm. And he's trying to communicate and says to his disciples, there was a man who is rich who had two words. Who is the man who is rich? It is God. And churches were brought to him that the man was wasting his good. Who is wasting the good? Man! We're wasting the earth. We're not using it well. All he has given to us, we're oh, just using it for our own personal uh, whatever. I, me, and myself. We are busy idolizing ourselves. Check it well. All that you have got in your life, be it from your common sense to your expensive sense and all that you've acquired materially, how is God capturing it? Where is the place of God there? Did God did, did God come in to tell you this how you should use this? No. We decided. Every decisions and every jo- choice we made were just from our own heart. Brother, what we even do is we decide, we call God to come and bless it. God give me this. God do this for me. We're busy telling him to endorse it. Without asking him, this thing I'm doing, is it pleasing to you? I want to marry. Is that what he asks you to do? I want to have five children. Have you asked him? Check well. Sin is not only when we commit the Ten Commandments. I say that that one is it's called, it's called the commandment of what? Death. The Ten Commandments are all the re-commandments. They are what? They are commandments to bring you back to senses. Don't, 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 don't. Nine full there now. Is a commandment to bring you back to basis. The transgression is that you're not living for what God ordained you for. And even what you call success today, who gave you the blueprint to judge that what you have done now is even successful? Who gave us the marking scheme? Ah, I did this, it's good. I did this, it's good. So I'm a successful man. Hey, praise me for all my success. Who determined that success you are claiming to have? Are you sure that that which you celebrate as success is actually blunt and failure in the eyes of God? Who can tell you? That's why My Bible says man in his riches lack wisdom. They are like the beasts that have been destroyed. Meaning, they are like just beasts. And so their legality of existence is what is zero. See, when we begin to go deep in scriptures, the spirit of God will reveal so much to us. Man is wasting the earth. For their own personal aggrandizement. For their own glory. Where is God captured in all our civilization today? Where is God captured in our marriages? Where is God captured in our education? Where is God captured in our businesses and in our endeavors and drives every day? We have secularized the system. We have extricated God and said, God, sit down. We know what we are doing. And he said, he said and the steward, he was called to come and give account. Now, Jesus is not trying to communicate the point here. That this young man now said, hey, I can't dig, I can't beg, what am I to do? I need to do something fast, fast, fast. And then he started calling those uh, businessmen who were owing the master and said, You are owing how many? He said, 100, say, right, 80. He started making what? Making friends. So that when he leaves his master, he can do what? They will say, ah, yeah, but why do you want just chase you away now? Oh, come, come on. Come on be my, my boy. I think I will help you. Now, Jesus is saying that this is, this is the wisdom of the world. They know fast how to play the game. But when it comes to us who are Christians, who are children of God, we lack that wisdom to play the sense to be on the side of God. That in the midst of what we are doing, we don't know how to partner with heaven, partner with angels, partner with saints, Partner with the twenty and four elders. Partner with the strange spirits in heaven. Partner with the Holy Spirit. Everything we do has a spirit. Everything we do has a spirit. This must be a spirit behind it. And until you have contact with that spirit, your spiritual life is empty. Why do we close our eyes Go and pray. We are connecting to spirit. So when they are praying, you see them like this. You think they are not, not laughing. They are not smiling. They are having intercourse with spirits. And the thing is affecting their souls. Some cannot withstand it. They kneel down. When they kneel down, you see somebody who is huge, he will kneel down and be on the floor. It's intercourse with spirits. Are you aware of that? And the essence of that spirit is to bring about the purposes of God in your life. So at least your life will not be a waste. That's why when that spirit begins to well up in you so much, it breaks protocols. You will not obey the regular act of worship because the spirit takes you beyond the normal standard. Just is the same. If the people of the world who are in darkness can have this intelligence to partner with their own spirits, in the case of Christ like this, how much more? Us. They say, Use this thing and make what? Friendship with heaven. So when this earth fails you, it will receive you in eternity. It's wisdom sense. It's scripture sense. It's God's sense. Gain God's sense in your life now. Look at that stupid man. Had all my harvest. He said, I will pull down my barn and I'll a the bigger one. And I will tell my soul. Relax, enjoy. He lacked God's sense. Is that the reason why God blessed him? No, he was a steward. He failed to see himself as a steward. So everything must end in his own work, his it's own soul. He didn't ask God, what next? How am I to deal with this? And the Bible said that night, God said, you fool. Your soul will be demanded of you. And this is happening every day. Every day. I was watching a clip yesterday. They honor the owner of the building that collapsed in Lagos. I'm sure some of you have watched it also. When he was celebrating with his friends came? Italians. Who came? And I was telling them, they, they are the best guys in building kind of structure and we, we, we were happy. He was on, on the last floor, up, 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 with well, his friends, and you know, cruising on top. I said, yes, make sure this picture will be over and all that. And now, he was pulled out from a rebel a few days ago. Know what's God in that whole? Passage. The Christian life is a radical life. Oh. If it has not arrested you, forget it. it money? That's the money we wow, are choosing. Man in his riches lack wisdom. They are like the ghosts and fowls that die every day. May we partner with the Spirit that will celebrate here. You will open your eyes to see life better. It can happen to anybody. Every day I wake up and see life is an opportunity for you to gain wisdom and sense. If you keep continuing your life without having access to this, it's your choice. It's your choice. So exercise your choice now. Don't wait, don't keep postponing. Do something radical that shows that you are on with him, not against him. You see. Those who gather with me, are with me. If you say, you don't gather with me, you are against me. If you are not with me, you are against me. The God bless us in the house, Christ our Lord.